Our reading this morning is from the Gospel of Mark, the first chapter. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The word of the Lord. St. Andrew loves baptisms, and this morning you're in for a treat because there is a double baptism. The sacrament of baptism is an active scene, an active ritual of the church. When our infants and young children, youth or adults, come forward to be baptized, the action begins. Most everyone sits up a little bit straighter, leans to the left, leans to the right to get the best view possible. We do know that if we were up in the chancel elevated for the baptism that you could see better. But we're down on the floor because the sacraments are to be done in community amongst the people, the body of Christ. There's a little bit of nervousness on the part of some in the congregation, which really kind of adds to the level of participation. We're wondering, will our baptized children cry or be okay with the pass-off to the pastors and getting their hair wet? We're wondering, will our youth and adults be able to get up after kneeling? And how will their hairstyles survive after getting wet? We take vows as part of the action. We stand and we profess the faith of our baptism through the words of the Apostles' Creed. Baptism is an opportunity for us to be totally involved and active, all in, through our minds, through our eyes, through our voices, our hearts, our hearing, because the sacrament, this covenant with God is active and participatory. We hear and see the water poured, splashing onto the floor, ordinary tap water made holy for 
this purpose. And then the question is asked, who stands with this child, this youth, this brother and sister in Christ, and we all rise. It is not just the ruling elders who stand or the deacons, not just the adults or the confirmed youth. It is everyone rising. And if standing is an issue for some of our people, we rise in heart, in mind, in spirit, because none of us are exempt from this responsibility, this gift of being a part of community. In this active scene, the initiation right into the family of God occurs. Heads and hair get wet, as the great Trinitarian formula given to us by Jesus himself is spoken. I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and the journey begins. Jesus' baptism was an active scene that used scenes that used things that were natural in ordinary daily life that were easy to obtain like local river water. It was an earthy, tactile, active setting. The text mentions a diet of bugs, tying one's shoes, camel's hair clothing, birds flying, and a voice speaking from heaven straight into the tear created. The scene is at the river, so there's a lot of water. And a pair of cousins are in the middle of it all. It was not a solitary, private baptism. And people were probably shifting their bodies at the side of the river to see Jesus being baptized since people were coming from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem to John the Baptist to be baptized. The Spirit descends on Jesus coming straight through the rip in the heavens according to Mark. The heavens had been torn apart, ripped open, and Mark uses the Greek word that means tear, rip, or rend. This is the moment when Jesus begins his public ministry. Driven by the spirit that had descended on him in baptism into the desert and then straight to the people. The people that needed him the most. The poor, the sick, the demon-possessed, the despairing, the ones open to the good news. The ones who were hurting so much that they decided to turn straight into his arms to take hold of something better than what they currently faced. Jesus headed to the people who wanted to turn away from past mistakes, letting go of them as well as old burdens and wrongs in order to turn to the new. These were the people Jesus ate with and touched, healed, fed, proclaimed to, and forgave. There has been a lot written about baptism, one of the two sacraments in our Reformed tradition. And our tradition has written probably 
some of uh, the biggest books on it, as is our um, method. Baptism has multiple meanings that weave a whole patchwork of identity for the ones God has laid claim to. In God's abundant love and faithfulness, we are sealed to show that we belong to God. And the Presbyterian Church USA Book of Order tells us that sacraments are the sign and seal of God's grace. It is the invisible sign of an invisible grace. We are claimed in the waters of baptism. And our journeys are not complete until death. We are adopted, initiated into the household of faith forever. We can choose to leave the household, but the household of faith will never, ever leave us. We die and rise with Christ in the water, so we never have to fear anything again, for we have already died to separation from Christ. We have been cleansed from our past mistakes and wrongs and ordained into the royal priesthood. The priesthood is a community of saints that extends beyond time and space and our family to our family resemblance to one another is assured. Just like the Spirit descends on Jesus, so too the presence of the Holy Spirit is working among each one of us in the church to bring comfort and strength and empower us to do God's service. Baptism is a response, a radical act of commitment to the pure grace of the God we serve. Baptism is, it is at our very core, guiding our actions, our responses, and journey each day and each moment. The baptized life is a dynamic way of living because it is a freed life. It is a life freed from the fear that we are alone because we have been baptized into the love and relationship of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and adopted into the community of St. Andrew, the church universal, the great cloud of witnesses. We have been ordained into a priesthood that is set free from self-indulgence in order to follow Christ into the world, unencumbered by this burden or by the burden of our past mistakes or individual fears. And while baptism is good for the church, Christ's act to form the church as his people, baptism is good for us. It is not necessary for our salvation, but we need it. Baptism brings us into the covenant where God's promises, God's claims are on show each and every 
today continually renewing each one of us, continually renewing us as the body of Christ. Baptism is both God's gift and our response to the gift of God's saving grace, not a means of securing salvation. Last week, we made vows at the baptism of an infant, Walter James. Today, we will make vows for two adults, Bernice and David. Both believers and children are included in God's covenant love. The baptism of adult believers witnesses to the truth that God's gift of grace calls for our grateful response. The baptism of infants and young children witnesses to the truth that God claims people in love even before they are able to respond in faith. The two forms of witness are one and the same sacrament. Each time we see a baptism, we have the opportunity to counteract our own human forgetfulness. And we are called to rejoice in this sacrament and the way that it benefits each of us and is essentially good for the body of Christ. We get to go back to our baptism no matter how many years back that might be and bring it right here to today and ask whether it was an empty ritual or full of the signs of God's grace that are still present in each of our lives today in this body of Christ. We get to recommit our lives to Christ's service and ask how far have we gone, this church has gone, in keeping the faith that we are claimed in, that we have been claimed in as infants, as confirmed youth, as adults. Today, when the water is poured, two heads will get really wet and we get to enter the cleansing stream anew as the church renews its faith again and again and again until our final days. Will we enter the stream and get wet too? Amen.